Hi everyone, welcome to Beyond Stardust. This is episode number one, and today we are just going to talk about the intentions for this podcast, and I'm going to introduce myself to you. I'm your host, Karina Lavon. I am a mentor and coach in the online space. I specialize in manifestation and spirituality. I do approach manifestation and spirituality a little bit different than you may have seen other people do online, the kind of like trendy way of doing it. I have a lot of experience in these fields. I have been involved in spirituality and witchcraft my entire life. My mother was a witch and she practiced um, different forms of magic and Kabbalah. So she taught me a lot. I grew up with that. And then at about 18 years ago, I really dove into my own spiritual journey. Um, like I said, it's kind of been a part of my life forever, but I've always kind of been a more logical, um, definitely I'm a very scientifically minded person, but it was about 18 years ago when I really just knew that I wanted to integrate the deeper things that I had learned. It was, it's one thing to know and be raised with it, and it's another thing when you really have that desire to venture out and figure out the deeper things on your own. I started learning about and studying manifestation about 16 years ago. Um, that would have been... My mother gave me, gifted me a book when I was a teenager called um, Creative Visualization. And it is all about using visualization to manifest your desires. And I have, like I said, lots of experience with visualization and manifestation throughout my life. In fact, I had a tape when I was only like five or six years old. When I was very young, there was a, a cassette tape that I'd listened to that had guided visualizations for kids. Uh, one side was guided visualizations for kids and I believe the other side of the tape had um, subliminal subliminals on it for kids. So I remember there was one where you would you would ride around on a horse or a unicorn or something. Maybe that was something I created, but I remember there being a, a horse or a unicorn that I rode around on in my visualization. I remember there was another one which I didn't realize until recently, actually was a manifestation visualization where you climb up these cloud steps to a, um, to a, like a media room of your creation in your, in your mind. And you see on the screen, you sit in this big comfy chair and you see on the screen what you want to create in your reality. And so I didn't know it then, you know, I was just a child. I just knew that it was just this thing that we did, that I did. So, um, so it's been an, it's been it's been part of who I am. I haven't really known much else as far as spirituality goes, but I kind of dismissed a lot of things in my life from that. It's like, you know how people rebel from religion. Well, I feel like I in many ways rebelled against a lot of that and went the more like scientific, logical you know, 3D route. So 
if there's not like scientific evidence and I can't see, taste, touch, if I haven't experienced it, I became really skeptical. So I dove in, so I was really, while I had known about manifestation and stuff, I really kind of didn't practice it fully until about 16 years ago. And then there was a moment that just clicked. Um, it was 2006, so that would have been 15 years ago at this point, but there was, yeah, 15 years ago, um, a little less, a little more than 15 years ago, when um, my employer actually, my boss, I worked, I was in school at this point, um, I was in college, and I worked at a boutique part-time, and the owner of the boutique, she lent me her DVD to The Secret. You know, the big, the big, <laughs> The Secret. Everybody knows The Secret, I'm sure. If not, it's a um, video that also got turned into a book, a documentary video by Rhonda Byrne that was kind of reflamed the manifestation trend, brought it into, um, brought it into like modern day, I guess, you know, it, it wasn't, there were, there were already in the past many times where the idea of manifestation became popular and trendy. And there's definitely authors who have written about it. Um, you know, as far as documented history goes, people have been talking about manifestation, but this really brought it and brought it into modern day popularity. And it created kind of this like phenomena, you know? So this, this is the first time that something went really big that went across the internet and social media and the video was available as kind of this internet film. And so it did, it did create a phenomena and brought the idea of manifestation and um, creating your life to probably the most wide audience that it's ever been available to in history, in my opinion. And so anyway, so that really sparked something like, okay, the stuff that my mom has been talking about, I get it now. It just kind of like all clicked. Like it's not just some like spiritual mumbo jumbo and I put it into practice and I had a few examples in my life where, you know, little things I manifested. I did in the, it was either in the video or the book, they recommend that you manifest a cup of coffee. Start with manifest a cup of coffee. Well, at the time, I didn't drink coffee. So I was like, okay, I'm going to manifest myself a a cup of hot chocolate. Um, it was winter, so <laughs> that would have been very appropriate. And the very next day, my boss called me and was like, can you come into work? And I, somebody couldn't come into work. Um, can you come into work? I'll, I'll buy you a coffee when you get here. I know that's not much of a bribe to come into work, but I didn't really have anything else I had to do. And I was like, oh yeah, I don't really drink coffee. And, and they were like, oh, well, I'll buy you whatever drink you want. And ended up buying me a hot cocoa. So, you know, the little things, the little things are less impressive, but when you start with the little things like that and you have more and more happen, it really helps anchor your knowledge that this does work. And the more belief and faith that you have, the easier the manifestation process becomes. 
So that was just one of many examples of little things that I manifested. Another thing that I manifested at the beginning of my journey was I, I decided I was going to manifest a gratitude rock. And in The Secret, they talk about a gratitude rock. One of the guys in there talks about a gratitude rock. So the idea is that this rock that you keep in your pocket and anytime that you touch it, you think about something that you're grateful for. And you know, every day you're going to take it out, every night you're going to take it out of your pocket, every, you know, morning you're going to pick it up and put it back in your pocket, so you're, you're at least being grateful for something a few times a day. So I decided I was going to manifest my very own gratitude rock, and I was going to visualize it in a very particular way, Um, and I decided that it was going to be in about the shape of an egg. It was going to be the shape of egg about the size of an egg, a little bit smaller so it could fit in the palm of my hand. Smaller than it, like, you know, perfect little size to fit in the, like, the cup of your hand, the palm of your hand. And I visualized the color. It would also be the eggshell way, shape of an egg, a rock. And, um, and so I would close my eyes and visualize the color, the weight of it, the cool feel of it in my palm, the size of it, all of that. And not too long later, a matter of a few months later, and yeah, it did take that long because at first I was like really looking for it. I was going to crystal shops and being like, I wonder if I can see my, see my manifestation. And then I just kind of let it go. And that's another key aspect for manifesting, which we will be discussing later. And so I decided to let it go. And then I ended up actually manifesting myself a trip to Europe and while I was on I don't remember the town we were in it was by Saint-Tropez in the south of France um so so Saint-Tropez kind of curves around a bit and it's like it's like a little bay and across the little bay area there was this nature area there's this nature area with some pebble beaches and some hiking trails and stuff um so it was right by Saint-Tropez we're hiking we're hiking around there and when we finished hiking we went down onto the beaches then there's they're like I said pebble they're stone beaches pebble beaches not sand beaches down there down by this hiking trail and I looked down and there on some random beach pretty much in Saint-Tropez, France, across the world, was my exact rock that I had intended to have. And so I still have it. I keep it on my bedside still this, you know, 6, 15, 15 years later. Um, so anyway, that's just a few examples of the of the experiences that I've had that really solidified my belief in this and showed me that... Um, you know, all the things that I had grown up with, all the things my mom had was trying to teach me was real and worked. It wasn't just, you know, religious or spiritual mumbo jumbo. So, um, so from there on, I've put different, you know, manifestation practices that I've learned into practice. And now, fast forward to where we are now, looking back, what I now see is that there were pieces missing from my manifestation process. A lot of my focus was on, you know, The Secret, Abraham Hicks. Um, I read, of course, Think and Grow Rich, um, The Science of Getting Rich, because those are the, kind of the basis to The Secret. 
I, I watched all the YouTube videos and there were pieces missing from the manifestation process that I wasn't aware of. So my manifestations would work, but it would be kind of like not consistent. It wouldn't be consistent and it would be in kind of like a roller. It was, I describe it as a roller coaster, you know, of ups and downs. So I'd be in a down in my life and I'd be like manifesting from desperation and it would work. And then I would get in, get at a place where I was like happy and everything was good. And I had manifested all these things. And then I would kind of let the practice go. Cause I didn't have that like motivation or, you know, that need and then things would become bad again and then I would manifest out of desperation. It would work. So it became this roller coaster. My life became this roller coaster. So the manifestation worked, but it's like it didn't last and it wasn't consistent because, came to find out later, because I wasn't do, doing the deeper inner healing work, the shadow work, the, um, the emotional intelligence work, all of that. So, um, discovering that discovering the missing pieces of a manifestation process really turned my life around completely one one you know 180 my life around so here we are and now i live a life of happiness joy peace there's a ton of abundance in my life um there's lots of things that i'm still creating in my life but um i'm just really happy with 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 how things have gone and what I've learned and how much I've changed. And so one of, so I decided to create my coaching and mentor business to share this with people because I feel like there's a lot of people just getting into spirituality and manifesting and they're still struggling and they're searching for those missing pieces. They're searching for that one thing that can, that can change their life, turn their life around, change their life. And um, although this works, I feel like a lot of people end up stuck in the same cycles of chasing and chasing and looking and looking and never quite feeling satisfied, never quite feeling happy. Or they may be like I was where it becomes this roller coaster of manifesting in desperate times and then getting their desires and then, it, you know, being good for a little while and then crashing again and manifesting out of desperation and crashing again like it was for me. Um, so that's kind of why, that's, that's exactly why I started doing this. About... Three months ago, maybe a little less, maybe about two months ago, not that long ago, I had a really profound spiritual awakening. So I don't believe that people have one spiritual awakening. We have multiple spiritual awakening, I, awakenings. I believe it's a never-ending thing. Um, even for people who have become quote-unquote enlightened I believe that so while I can't really pinpoint my initial spiritual awakening because I already knew like I learned about how to use crystals as at age five or younger even I learned how to do creative visualization or um, guided visualization and meditation at the age of five or yeah probably around five or six I learned how to do spells and set intentions 
under the age of 10. I've pra had practiced scrying under the age of 10. I've, so I, so my point is, is that it's hard, you know, a lot of people, they pinpoint their spiritual awakening at the moment when they discover this and they discover the power of these things. And since it's been such a, such a key part of my entire life since as early as I can remember, um, the what I really pinpoint as the beginning of my personal spiritual awakening is more of that heart-led desire for something bigger and something more. And I don't mean on the physical aspect. I don't mean on the 3D aspect. I mean something deeper. Um, so I've had, again, multiple spirit, where I felt like I, they were kind of spiritual awakenings. And I just recently had one. And in this profound spiritual awakening, I discovered that how everything I had already known and believed in, I discovered how everything I had already cognitively learned and believed and knew and the, all the things that I believed in but couldn't really explain kind of came together in a deeper understanding and knowledge of who and what we really are and what this reality really is. And that was the inspiration for this podcast. Initially, I was going to create a podcast that was going to be all about feminine energy, manifestation, you know, I was going to add the, you know, all the spiritual things that, that people are really into right now, the idea of oracle cards, tarot cards, crystals, all of that. But since this spiritual, recent spiritual awakening, I really wanted to go deeper. I really wanted to dive into the ultimate truth of our existence in this reality and the realities beyond this reality. I wanted to offer something bigger than the tools, like beautiful, amazing tools, but still, that's what they are, tools. I wanted a chance to dive into the truth. So Beyond Stardust, is really about going and diving deep into that truth. And that truth is that we are all this one infinite consciousness. Again, this is something that a lot of people already know, maybe know in their mind, but there's a knowing, a deeper knowing, a deeper understanding, a deeper realization that happens, that can happen. And this is going this is really about pointing to that deeper realization so we are all this one infinite consciousness it's the same thing that people refer to as god or the universe and you can keep referring it to, to it as whatever you want but it's basically that we are not this human we are not even our spirit we are all one infinite consciousness and in that infinite consciousness is infinite intelligence and we are all one the eastern religions describe it as a wave in an ocean so you are the wave express you are the ocean expressing itself for a brief moment as the wave if the ocean was the infinite consciousness and your individual spirit were the wave 
and it's manifest in this specific reality in a human body, existing in a human body. But you are not an individual. You are an expression of this infinite consciousness. So the reason I chose the name Beyond Stardust is because it there's it's a scientific in scientific accuracy everything material in this universe is literally made from the same things as stars your body is made from literal stardust in 2014 i wrote something in my journal and um i checked to make sure because you know sometimes i'll hear something that sounds interesting and i'll write it down so i'm not sure i'm i'm pretty sure that i wrote it from inspiration but i did try to look around to make sure I didn't like un accidentally quote somebody and just don't remember because I because I saw I reread that journal recently and I was like oh and I wrote but anyways so if it is quoted to somebody I don't remember I usually when I write and it's a quote I will put quotes and put where I got the quote from, from and I didn't so um but anyways what I had written in the journal was you are love held together by stardust our bodies are stardust and um, the energy, the deeper spiritual energy I was describing as love. Now I understand it in a much, much deeper sense that we are that infinite consciousness having an experience through this body and this body is literal stardust. Hence the name Beyond Stardust. So in this podcast, we go beyond the human body we dive into the spirit, but we also go beyond the spirit. We dive into this, the beauty of this earth plane and reality. We also go beyond it. We dive into the nature of the universe, but we also go beyond that because what we are, the infinite consciousness that we are, is the universe all universes in existence, all plane in, planes in existence, every single thing in existence, and that which created it, and you are that. And my lifetime of experience in this, my 16 years of manifestation, my 18 years on my own personal spiritual journey, my lifetime experience in these, in these um, practices has really helped me um, kind of simplify spirituality and has helped me understand manifestation and the creation of our reality at a much deeper level. So what we do here is we learn about and honor that divine aspect of ourselves, that infinite consciousness, um, you know, I, I don't want to say God aspect, but yes, God aspect of ourselves and we honor the fact that we are here having a human experience. We are playing as humans on this realm right now. And we have played as spirit on the spirit realm as well. And we will, after, after this human body dies, we'll go back to playing as a spirit on the spirit realm. So this is all about also integrating that knowledge into the human because a lot of spirituality these days avoids the human aspect. It dives into the spiritual aspect and really doesn't really go beyond the spirit, but also avoids the human. 
and avoidance of where we are, what we're here to do, our human experience is also as dangerous as avoiding our true nature and also our spiritual nature. So the goal is, is to honor the human experience while knowing what we truly are. Through that is where you really can manifest your reality and curate your reality into a way that brings you consistent joy, happiness, freedom, peace, security, and abundance because that is what we truly are. That is our true essence and our true nature. So when you integrate as the kind of the term that I use, although it's not may, it may not be the best description, but when you en- integrate the divinity with the human, you start living life the way that it was intended to be lived. And that is as a playground, as kind of like a video game or a virtual reality. And challenges still arise Because just like in a video game, it would be kind of boring if there wasn't like challenges to overcome, right? It's just like that. But you get to to have the experience without ultimate attachment to your mind and ego and without ultimate attachment to the experience. You get to have the experience knowing who and what you truly are and curating your experience. Sorry, my cat just jumped in front of my little recording place um, and curate your experience so that way you can live the most magical, joyous, intentional life possible for you, for, for everyone. It's po- same thing as possible for everyone. And so I'm going to be talking about a lot of these subjects I'm going to be really going beyond the the traditional spiritual stuff. So this isn't going to be like a go-to for like witchcraft or how to use witch crystals for what. You know, we may talk a little bit about that. Um, but we're going to really go beyond, go deeper, go into the real truth of it and really help everyone call their power back and take control of their power. And I'm going to share... You know, what I know about manifestation, help you fine-tune your manifestation practices. And as you're listening to this, if you ever want to go deeper, if you ever want to really get in and have some personal one-on-one experience about learning learning about this stuff or, um, you know, taking control of your reality or navigating your spiritual awakening feel free to message me. I do work with people one-on-one. I have client spots available one-on-one. In addition to my knowledge and my services, I'm also going to be interviewing um, both professionals and experts across the field of spirituality, personal development, manifestation, psychology, all kinds of things. And also, um, I'm going to be interviewing people for their own personal experiences in these matters. So if you are interested in being featured on this podcast 
or if you have suggestions of somebody who you, you would like to see featured on this podcast, please send me a message. I would like to have um, at least 50% of my podcasts be interviews as well. So if you have any questions, you can email me or the podcast at beyondstardustpodcast at gmail.com. Eventually, that email will possibly change as the, depending on how the podcast goes. But for now, it's beyondstardustpodcast at gmail.com. I'll be answering all the emails there. And let me think anything else I want to say. Ah, yes. Please follow the podcast, please rate it five stars, please comment on it. And if you have any suggestions or comments, let me know. Thank you so much for watching. And I hope you really look for I hope you really enjoy and look forward to the future episodes of Beyond Stardust.